to Higher Ground with Chris Warren. Yes, good evening and welcome. Hello, hope you're well. Wednesday, the 8th of the September, step on up to Higher Ground, your late night league lounge. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. There's plenty for us to talk about tonight. We're here until midnight, so if you'd like to get involved, well, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can give us a call if you want to. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line number. There's space there right now. Or if you would like to send a text, you know that number, don't you? 0457 736 736. Any range of issues we can talk about. Um, what I'd like to throw out there to you tonight if you have the opportunity to have a sit-down, a coffee, a shandy, glass of wine, whatever, with Peter Volandis, the boss of the Australian Rugby League Commission, what topic would you like to raise, okay? That's what I'm asking you now. What topic would you like to raise with the boss of Rugby League? You've only got half an hour with him. What are some of the topics? What are some of the big points you'd like to get off your chest or have a chat to the boss of Rugby League about? 0457 736 736. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Is it about expansion? Is it about these player fines? They're talking of increasing. The cap at the moment for a maximum for a player fine is $50,000. And uh, I read today uh, they're thinking of increasing that limit up to $130,000. I tell you what. That's got to be some deterrent for men behaving badly. We've had so many players, haven't we, uh, recently um, been slapped with fines. And in the past year, the NRL has handed out more than $1 million in fines for off-field behaviour. Bad behaviour. Now, in the past few weeks alone, we've seen Josh Dugan fine 50000 Adam Elliott 10000 Lachlan Lewis 10000 and just uh, recently Matt Lodge 5000 for various offences. As for Lodge, we do our, have our Wood Duck of the Week award we hand out each week. We normally do it on Monday. We weren't here on a Monday uh, because there was cricket on. Um, I think Matt Lodge might be in the running for Wood Duck of the Week. Again, if you've got any nominations, by the way, for Wood Duck of the Week, you know the number, 0457 736 736. Send them through now. Uh, if you are up late, again, welcome. You might be a shift worker. Uh, you might just like your nights. You might just love listening to us here on Higher Ground, me and the Mad Russian. We do talk a, a bit of rubbish, I know, but that's all right. It's late, isn't it? We have that uh, six-pack rule. Remember, if you are going to call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, if you are going to pick up the Al Capone, we have the six-pack rule, i.e., if you've had more than a six-pack, we strongly recommend you don't call. Just jump on the text. And we'll work out to all those spell checks, okay? 0457 736 736. Uh, West Tigers, hey? West Tigers, what a way to end their season from hell. 38 nil to the Bulldogs, yeah? The Wooden Spooners. 
Gee, I tell you what, that's a one way to bow out, isn't it? Anyway, at least it's put a full stop on on the 2021 for West Tigers, but it's opened uh, opened the book again on the future of Michael Maguire. What will happen with Madge? You might have an opinion on that. Should he be the man to go? Should he stay? Is it his fault? Is it the boards? Where do the problems lie? Uh, I know West Tigers fans, they're, they're a patient lot. Ten years without making the finals. I'm going to talk to one of their, one of their biggest fans, uh, a huge Tigers fan, a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Josh Barnett is his name, and uh, he is, uh, well, I think he's the boss or the co-host of West's Life podcast, so he knows all the ins and outs that are happening at the club. We'll have a chat to him. I've mentioned Wood Duck of the Week. Um, our Rocket Man, we give out our three, two and one like we do each and every Monday. Tonight we're doing it on a Wednesday evening. I don't think there's any prizes for guessing who might get the three points from last weekend. Just astounding. And you know who I'm talking about. There's a couple of fullbacks doing mighty well, aren't there, this year? Well, more than a couple. And, uh, of course, we're looking ahead to, well, week one of the finals. Will there be any upsets? Melbourne and Manly get us underway. Melbourne and Manly, Sunshine Coast on Friday. Can the Seagulls upset the storm? Roosters and Titans on Saturday. The doubleheader at Townsville. Roosters and Titans, sudden death for them. Panthers and Rabbitohs, 2v3. Also Saturday, the later game in Townsville. And then the other sudden death. Elimination final, the Eels and the Knights. We'll go through uh, all four of those matches a little bit later on. So stick around. Great to have your company. I hope you enjoy this edition of Higher Ground. Yeah, so plenty for us uh, to talk about, and uh, the line is there for you to uh, jump on the phone if you want to give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. There There'll be space on the open line over the next couple of hours, and we can we can chew the fat uh, about anything. I'm throwing it out there. If you had the ear, not literally, if you had the ear of Peter Vlandis, you had Peter Vlandis' ear for half an hour, mm. what do you want to talk about? What's the big subject, the topic you want to talk about? Is it about expansion? Is it about salary cap? Is it about grassroots roots, community rugby league? Mm. Is it about stadium policy? Um, is it about going back to the boutique stadiums? Is it about uh, country rugby league? I don't know. Mm. Is it about international rugby league and the direction or the, the lack thereof with international rugby league? Is it about origin eligibility? I don't know. There's a whole heap of issues you might want to talk to uh, the boss about, Peter Volandis. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That is the uh, open line. And on the line now is uh, Mark. Good evening, Mark. How are you, bud? Good, Chris. How are you? I'm well. What are you talk about? Well, if I had half an hour with Peter Volandis, I'd like Andrew Abdo to be in there as well, because as a NRL fan, I would like to give them both a very strong piece of my mind in how I think they have outdated and archaic attitudes in how coaches and players are defined if they have a differing opinion to those on the field, i.e. the Latrell Mitchell affair on Friday night where he wasn't sent off for that high hit on Joey Manu. And Trent Robinson, the Roosters coach, after that at the press, he called it an absolute farce, and I for one agree with it. And you've just got to look at the bunker with how they've mishandled uh, incidents like that over the season. And I think Trent and other coaches are fully within their rights to express their opinion in a constructive, 
professional manner, disagreeing with decisions, not so much slagging the integrity or character of the rest, but I think they are fully within their rights to be able to express a free opinion on how they're dissatisfied with wrong decisions because that has been a bad continuance right throughout the season. Yeah, I'd be all for that. And, and I think Trent is um, one of the really good coaches in 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 doing the balancing act in those press conferences. Um, he does temper his emotions, but he, he gets his point across. And I, I think you leave in no uncertainty around what he's trying to say. He's been fined a couple of times, hasn't he? And uh, I don't think it's come out of his own, his own pocket. Um, but I think you know, most of what Trent Robinson says, I think we've all got to agree with. We, we sit there nodding our head. What they don't want, and this is where he's come in in, in trouble, is um, when you do start getting specific about a referee or an official, like he did with Henry Perinara, they won't tolerate that, you know. But I think there should yeah. be. And, and maybe we even open up for the referees and the officials. Hey, let, let's throw one Absolutely. of them in, in, in the post-match press conference and they can return serve and, 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 and say, well, this is why I did this, Trent, or this is why we didn't do this, Trent. Maybe that's something that the game might might look to in the future. I don't know. But, you know, as far as in, speaking his mind, he's, he's a good operator. He's a great operator. Trent. Yeah, and in my opinion, the kind of negative shading on this and the covering up without accepting responsibility for the officials, both referees and suits in the NRL's uh, attitude, actions, and saying sorry to the fans for consistently getting it wrong across a great period of time and trying to throw a attitude of arrogance out there, saying, basically, you shall not decry our mistakes and how dare you if we do, we'll find you goes all the way back to the Todd Greenberg era. And in my opinion, the worst demonstration of that was through the late 90s and the 2000s, right till through to the early 2010s, where time after time, in state of origin, you could tell where the referees got it wrong with howls. Even commentators like Rabbit, Phil Gould, and Mike, uh, everybody under the sun who was in the commentary box said, that was a bad decision. Mm. Yet, Queensland still came away winning a match, winning the series, and Greenberg and the NRL suits did nothing about about correcting those mistakes. They just got on the podium, applauded Queensland, and said, wasn't that a great origin season? And it got to the stage where us Blues fans were disgusted, and a lot of Blues fans almost walked away from not only origin, but NRL entirely. And the only thing that the NRL suits took notice well, the only thing that made him take notice about that was the loss of dollar signs. Mm. Mark, thanks for your call, mate. You've raised a few good issues there. I mean, you know, also that tide. The, thankfully, thank for your call anytime, mate. Um, the origin, well, I think that's a, a totally different sort of kettle of fish, different story altogether. They had a, a very bloody good team, uh, the Maroons, didn't they, for, for a decade or more. I don't think that was necessarily down to uh, anyone rorting the rules or, or anything like that. But uh, as for his other point there, Mark, uh, about um, you know coaches being able to speak their mind, without fear of uh, being sanctioned or or hit in the hip pocket um, where they think the referees have made howlers and made mistakes. Should they be able to talk about it? Of course they should. I think they should. Um, I think they should. So what do you think? Jump on the open line if you want to give me a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What would you like to talk to Peter Volandis about? What would you like to talk to Peter Volandis about? Is it about expansion? 
salary cap. I tell you, if 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 I had PVL's ear, I tell you where I'd be going. I'd be saying, Peter, I love what you've been doing. I think you're a, a, an amazing operator. You are a born leader. You're a man of the people. You're talking our language. You're not a bureaucrat. You cut through the red tape. But can we just stop messing with the greatest game of all? <laughs> That's what I would say. Can we just pull back a little bit, Pete, and not chop this game up to pieces? And, mm. and all these rule changes they rushed in. I'm not a fan of it, Russian. I'm not. Oh, mm. right, they rushed in. Pardon the pun there. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. The, was the game that broke that we had to go and reinvent it? Mm. Was it really? I mean, there's all four. And, and Peter, he wants to have a more entertaining, more exciting, more. Yeah. But do we really want all these blowouts? Mm. Record after record after record have tumbled this year in terms of points scoring and all that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't need to go through the records. I think we're tampering a little bit too much with it. Mm. It wasn't that broke. It wasn't that broke. Keep those calls coming. Uh, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. As I always say, it's a much more interesting program when you guys and girls are part of it. If you're uh, unable to pick up the phone, i.e., you don't comply with our six pack rule, i.e., you've had more than a six pack, uh, send us a text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What would you say to Peter Volandis? We've got another caller there, Mark from Wollongong. Uh, g'day, Mark. How are you, mate? Hey, uh, just mate. I was going to say. I've got four things, and I won't take much time. <laughs> Firstly, Chris, you na- you nailed it. You nailed it about Peter Volandi. If Peter just stick to your strength of cutting through the crap, and he's he's the man to take it forward on TV deals, mm. expansion. But don't get involved in the rulemaking, Peter. Please, no more. Yep, no stay, more. Stay out. Okay, that's point one. You're with me on that. I like it. Thank you, Mark. Point two. Yeah. Number one, NRL expansion in the Queensland. Just get it done straight away. Get don't muck done. around. Don't listen, to the, don't listen to the naysayers that say about talent or whatever because you know what? We would have would never went to North Queensland, heaven forbid, Melbourne, whatever. Okay, so we bring, in, we bring in 17, 17 teams and we have a buy, and that's going to happen in when? 2023? Yeah, it'll okay. happen because Redcliffe, Redcliffe are more resourced than most of the clubs that are already there already. Okay. So that's, that's an easy one. All right, point three. See, I'm a Peter Valini type of guy. Just get it done, mate. Um, <laughs> point, point three, your last caller, he cracked me up because no, no, no disrespect to him, but my most boring topic is talking about referees. He actually said, let's fix up about referees, but then he said it happened in the 90s, the oh, 2000s, yeah, 2010. Yeah. But he answered his own question. I'll give you a tip, Chris. Mm. In 2050, the referees will be as bad as they were in 2020. I That's agree. just life, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you don't I, need a crystal I ball hate, for that. I hate the amount of time we spend talking about refereeing decisions. Mm. It well, bugs me. We'll stop talking about it. Yeah, that's it. exactly right. I'm a can-do um, can sort of guy. I'm, I'm a PVL. I'm a PVL too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a PVL. But no, <laughs> right, lastly, exactly. PVL, great job. But the only other thing is if the six again, do it like it was last year. Don't have a six again for the 10 metres. Just have a six again for the mm. blowing down and replayable. That's it. Um, I'm done. Well, no, you're good. good. And uh, you're Mark from Wollongong. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, one, yeah. Let me Bye throw right. one at you. Hang on. Hang on. Whoa, whoa. Don't, don't, don't jump yep. Let yep. me throw one at you then. What about the um, kicks into touch? 
We go back to a scrum for that? Nah. Or we, nah, nah. You happy that's, with all that? that seriously, that's cool, 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 cool. I think, I think Wayne must have had a six-pack when he was thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I had a six-pack of Tetleys. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks for your call, Thanks, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Enjoy See the finals. Jeez, there he is, uh, Mark from the gong. Um, said bye to you, Rusky, as well. I know. He's a good, he's a good bloke, Mark. And he? He, gets, he, had four, he had four points there, and he, he shot through it. So uh, if you want to do like uh, both callers, uh, Mark and Mark, didn't agree with each other on on various things. Uh, one three hundred, oh one eleven seventy. One three hundred, oh one eleven seventy. Simple as that. Now we've got other uh, lots else happening too in the show tonight. We've got to give out our our Rocket Man points awards. Three, two, and one. Okay. Um, I'm I'm still not having any luck with Elton's management, Elton John. So mm. we'll do that a little bit later on as well. Uh, they're not answering my emails. Oh, ominous. I got, no, no, I, right. I got, right. I got the agent. I got the got the contact. Mm. They're just a um, bit slow. Yeah, so we'll be doing Rocket Man a little bit later on. Mm. Uh, 0457-736-736. Uh, I'm tired on a few. I need some uh, so, solutions or suggestions from you, our listeners, if you don't mind, on the Rocket Man. I think it's a I think it's a standout or two mm. uh, from Maybe. the weekend. Also, now the great Alan Jones would always say our listeners are our best researchers. Okay. Now, I want to know this. I want to know this. And, and Mark from the Gong, you might know this. Uh, our other caller, Mark, who's into their stats? I want to know what is the most number of hat tricks we've had scored in a round of football. I don't expect you to know, Mad Russian, but maybe you can work those fingers. We've got another yeah. caller here too. We'll keep those uh, calls coming. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. What is the most number of hat tricks scored in a round? And why I point to this, after three games in round 25, right, last weekend, I keep thinking it's Monday, by the way, because we're normally here on higher ground on a Monday night, uh, but there was cricket on. So it's now Wednesday, so I'm doing a bit of catch-up here. But the first three games, we'd already had three hat-tricks, a hat-trick in each game. Can you believe that? So Adam Kieran, for the Roosters against the Raiders, scored three. Ryan Pappenhausen. For the Storm against the Sharks, scored three. And then Brian Toto in the second Friday night game uh, against the Eels for Penrith, scored three tries. Then we had Tommy Turbo weave his magic against uh, the Cowboys, scored another three. That's his, what, his fifth hat-trick this year. It's just unbelievable. So we've had four hat-tricks. I don't think there are any more. Um, the Titans flogged the Warriors. I don't think there are any hat-tricks in that one. Fafita scored two, and I think um, one other player might have scored two. But I think we had four hat-tricks at the weekend. Has there been more than that? If you know, let me know. Jump on the phone and give me a call. Um, I, I just I, I sometimes like these stats. I'd like to know. I'm a guy that likes to know things. I do know a few things. I'm reasonably intelligent, but I would like to know what is the most number of hat-tricks we have had in one round of footy. Uh, keep those calls coming too. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Brett is on the line. Good evening, Brett. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm fantastic. Yourself? I'm well, mate. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I just... Valenis, um, I, I love what he's doing with the game, but he's just... With the rules, he's made it too quick. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, it's just... Um, like, with all the sides now, it's, it's, it's coming down to certain sides mm. that that have 
got onto the rules quick. The good coaches are getting to it. Yeah. And the, they're just taking the rest of the rest of the sides out of it. Um, yeah. You've seen it already. Yeah. So would you would you would you like to see you know, a, a, a lopsided contest? So Melbourne beat Parramatta fifty points to six. Some great tries, great rugby league tries. Or would you like to see an eighteen sixteen hard fought defence orientated battle? And you've seen a couple of couple of good tries as well. But it was I'd you know, rather yeah. I'd rather see an eight six. Mm. Yeah, eight six every day of the week, where it's defence orientated. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, the yeah. is. Uh, uh, on the other side, I'm, I'm a racing person too, and I yeah. love what he's doing with the racing. <laughs> so, but I'm a Rooster fan, and I, I love what the. I just love defence. Yeah, well, you know, uh, and Roosters and racing and Ramwick, they all go hand in hand, don't they? But he's a good operator, Peter Flan. He's, uh, I've got a lot of time for him. I don't know him very well. I've met him a few times. We've had, we've had a bit of a sit down together as well. But um, can you pass me number number on to him? And see if he wants to... <laughs> I'll do well, that. I'll go out for dinner with him one night. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do that. Well, okay. Well, that's. Uh, I appreciate your call, Brett. Enjoy the rest of the night, mate. And thanks for tuning in to uh, to Higher Ground. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking me call. Great Thank stuff. You. Great stuff. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, there is uh, Brett. Uh, Brett from uh, Pitney Point, was he? Pitney Point, I think. Um, so let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. That open line is there, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're going to sink our teeth into West Tigers next. So, uh, Tigers fans, here's an opportunity for you uh, to jump on the Al Capone and, uh, and give us an SG ball. You've got plenty of problems in Tiger Town. Um, we're going to address that next. You are listening to Higher Ground with the Mad Russian and me, Chris Warren.